Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Susan Bauer, your National Director of Training and your host. I am now going to be joined by two SESLs from Canada who you've already heard from because this is our second podcast where we're continuing talking about bookings. So Tara Canning from Nova Scotia and Kara Amelut from Ontario are with me and they shared some great ideas about how you get bookings beyond the party in the first podcast. But we know the importance of really honing in on your booking skills so that you walk out of every party like these two ladies with two or more bookings at every party. So welcome ladies. Thanks for having us. Hello, Uh, thank you for having me. Oh, well, I'm so glad that you could join us again. And I wanna thank you for your time. So for those of you that went to the Canadian conference, you may have gone to a workshop and heard from these um, these two amazing women. But they had such great feedback from everybody who attended that we decided that we would invite them to share some of their ideas on our podcast. So today we're really digging into bookings at the party. So we're going to start with you, Tara. Today's topic is booking, but you know, let's backtrack a little because what you do in host coaching before the party, we all know makes a huge impact on that party's success both in terms of the number of people that come and your booking. So can you share some of your host coaching tips? Absolutely. So we all know that uh, I overbook my parties always because 20% of times people end up canceling or rescheduling. So in order to avoid that, this has been huge for me is to right away at checkout um, when someone has booked a party with me, um, I ask them how they want their invite set up. Do you want it on Facebook? How would you contact people? Email or text? And if they say it's Facebook, I add them as a friend right there at checkout because we all know that some people might be um, Susan Nanny on Facebook and not her real name. So I get them to add me right away so that I'm not looking for them. And then the next day I will send out um, a personal message to them because people don't understand um, our job sometimes. You know, they think we get just free product and that's why we do Norwex. Um, Norwex is my full-time income and you know, I rely on this income. So I just send them a little note the next day, um, like something like this. Hello Kelly, so nice to meet you at Mary's party and I'm looking forward to your party as well. By the way, my job is so much fun, but it's also how I help support my family. So I want to thank you in advance for partying with me. I did reserve this date just for you. So all I ask is that my hosts commit to their date as well. I know life happens, so if something unavoidable comes up, please let me know as soon as possible. This way I can rebook and not lose that income for my family. Thank you so much for your support and cooperation. I'm looking forward to your party, and it's going to be fun. I will get your invite started about two weeks before. So I do that. Um, and then, so I send them out an invite about two weeks before and when they see people going and click going to their event, I like setting up a Facebook event because when they see people going, they're less likely to cancel because they already know they have guests committed. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great tip. And I love what you send to the host that lets her know that this is how you support your family. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that you had mentioned since you started doing that, have you really seen that it's impacted, uh, or in a positive way, cancellations? 
Absolutely. And not only just cancellations, um, the consideration to maybe give me some notice so that I can reschedule another party. So they're, you know, if they let me know two or three weeks ahead that they can't do that party or they're going to reschedule it, that's fine. I now have enough time to book another party. So it's really helped with people not canceling the day or two days before, of course, unless it's an emergency. Yeah, no, I could definitely see that. You also do something called mission envelopes. What are those? Yeah, you know, sometimes I do quite a few parties a month and sometimes I get bored of myself. I like to switch it up sometimes. Um, and I was doing this at the beginning and then I stopped doing it for a bit. And you know what? I'm back to doing them again because they are fun. And what I do is when somebody books a party with me and I give them the envelope that has, you know, how to get ready for your party, the host rewards and the specials. I also add in their catalog for order forms and these mission envelopes. And on the front of my envelopes, I have three of them. And one of them says, if you get $250 in outside orders before your party, open this envelope. And it can be anything from your stock. And in that one, I had odor eliminator um, because I want to give, you know, a consumable product. And then another one says, if you get a booking before your party, open this envelope. So I say to them, you know, these are in your, these are in your host envelope. It's optional for you. If you want to do them, if you're a little competitive and you want some more free product, go for it. Just let me know ahead of time what you open. So I'm able to bring those gifts for you. And inside the booking one, I had a body cloth because we all know how amazing the body cloth is. Um, so if you know ahead of time that you, that person has already got a booking before you even arrive to the party, you are feeling great. And if she says I have $250 in orders already, you feel even more amazing. Um, and then the third one says, join my team. If you join my team, open this up. And it can be anywhere from an optic scarf to a chenille hand towel. And I have recruited people that way, which has been amazing. Wow. That's, that's interesting because a lot of people, they, you know, they put that seed out for a host to think about what you're doing, but you're really, uh, you know, you're, you're giving her something to think about way in advance. And I bet those envelopes spark interest because, you know, people, it, you, you know, it's like when you, you get something and it's like, you know, you have to wait until a certain date or you have to do something to get it. Everybody loves free. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so Kara, I know building relationships is important and Tell me how you do this at the party and how it helps with your bookings. So absolutely, building relationships is incredibly important. Um, I like to actually joke at the beginning of my party that I become that family member you're never going to get rid of. And usually that gets people laughing. Um, but what I find is people are actually going to book with someone they know, like, or trust. So I find on the first encounter, they actually start to like me. By the second, they feel like they're getting to know me and my family. And by the third encounter, they now really start to trust me. So I find by the second and third encounter is when I get these people to book with me. So one of the most important things I find is when these people are coming into the door of the party, I'm introducing myself. And right now I'm bringing my baby man. Maggie with me. So she's a great conversation starter. Um, I ask people how many kids they have, how many grandchildren, where do they work, where do they live. People really like to talk about themselves. So I'm asking questions to get them to tell me a little bit more about themselves. And I'm guessing too that that information that you get at the very beginning of a, of a party about people helps you to know how Norwex might fit in with their life. Um, and that helps when you get to 
checkout and the and closing and um, and that conversation continues. And I know we're going to talk about that in a minute. Yep. Okay. So Tara, uh, you're big on booking seats and an important time when you have your guests undivided attention, we know is at the very beginning of the party. So what is your opener? Uh, yeah, so I always say, I always call it like the 30-second commercial. Um, when people are at the beginning of the party and you're introducing yourself, you know, show a hands, how many have you ever heard of Norwex? Um, and I always let them know that my goal is to show them an amazing product that is not only going to save you time and money, but more importantly, your health and the environment. I'm going to teach you how to take the tour to cleaning. You are going to fall in love with so many of our products and may not be able to purchase them all here tonight. So hosting a party like Mary is doing is a great way to earn the rest of your wish list for free and it helps Mary unlock her rewards. We have a very generous host program. So that's kind of just how I introduce people to let them know that A, not only can you earn some free product if your wish list is bigger than your budget, but B, that it helps the host because we all know that most people will book a party to help their friend. Absolutely. And at what point do you share about yourself or your story? I know some people share something called the power statement. It's actually um, something that we introduce at the very beginning of a new consultant's journey, which is just simple thought starters, you know, about, you know, I started Norwex because, or what I'm most excited about, or the, reason, exactly. the reason I'm telling you that. Um, and, and it's just a way to help people understand um, or, or to get a glimpse into why you do this business and they might see themselves in you. Absolutely. So I so the beginning of my thing, I actually say I have two goals when I come into someone's home. And number one is to show them an amazing product. Number two is offer every single person the gift that I was offered, which is the Norwex opportunity, because I truly feel like it was a gift in my life because I do let them know that I was a cleaner for 12 years using all of those toxic chemicals. So I let people know that I'm not here to preach to you. I'm here to educate you. So I do let them okay. know what I did for a living beforehand. Yes, perfect. And whether you've been here for two days or two years or, uh, or 12 years, I think it really, people can so relate to why you started with Norwex. And it's often something like that, Tara, you know, that mm -hmm. it, you, you fell in love with Norwex because it made it such a difference in, um, in, in the job that you had. And you realize that it could really have that impact on, on other people as well. Exactly. And, you know, I often tell people of my, you know, my team that when you change your mindset that you are sharing something and not selling something, wonderful things happen. Because when I got Norwex into my hand, um, you know, I could not believe what it did. And I was like, everybody needs to know about Norwex, whether you love to clean or hate the thought of it. We all need Norwex in our life. Yep, absolutely. And okay, so that's the very beginning of your party. Mm -hmm. And you also do something else during your party that really helps paint that picture of what you could get by hosting a Norwex party. Can right. you talk about what you do with the permanent marker? 
Right. So one thing, there's a couple things that I do. Um, with the permanent marker, I will write, um, to, to, when I'm talking about the cleaning paste, this is one of my booking seeds as well. I will write two to $400 on a piece of laminate flooring. And I will ask one of the guests in the room, I'm sorry, what was your name again? And she said, it's Kim. And I'm like, okay, Kim, will you write your name on this piece of laminate flooring so that everybody here can see that it is a permanent Sharpie marker. So she writes her name, Kim. So I take it back and I said, Everybody, I wrote two to four hundred dollars on this piece of laminate flooring because two to four hundred dollars is usually what my hosts receive in pre free product. So when Kim here and I give a wink, hosts her Norwex party, she could earn up to two to four hundred dollars in free product as well. Ninety percent of the time, that person that wrote their name books a party because I got that seed planted in their head. Another oh, I love one that. Yeah, it's a good idea. And then another one that I like to do is when I'm using, of course, we do the butter demo. When I'm using the Enviro cloth and the window cloth, I always choose to use the pink window cloth because I let, you know, the party know that this pink window cloth, um, for every booking that the host gets, she will get one of these as well. And the one other thing that I like to do for a booking seed is um, ask, okay, so obviously there's somebody at the party who is booked, um, like say Mary had the party, well, she booked off of Susan. So I will say to Susan, you know, thank you for having me, Mary. Mary had booked her party off of Susan. Susan, how much free product did you get in Norwex when you hosted your party? And then she'll brag about all the stuff that she got. So that's another booking seed to hear from somebody else. And that's a really great one because people listen to their friends and that just is such a great way to, uh, to share what a host gets because they know that if she got that, then they could get the same thing as well. Okay, right. so uh, those are great booking seeds. Thank you. Kara, you do something a little different. You do something with envelopes. I do. Obviously, the most important thing is to always ask everyone. Um, but one of the things that I do um, that actually saves me from having to ask at checkout is these envelopes. So I like to pick what days I'm going to work. So I take these really bright, fun colored envelopes and I write my available party dates on them. Um, and sometimes even preferred times. So I'm picking my schedule, but at the same time, they get to pick what date works for them. So when they pick that date, they get to open the envelope and that's what their host gift will be at their party. So I always like to coach my new consultants, just make it something that you already have in stock. You don't have to be anything big, but this makes it really exciting. And I will actually lay them on top of the order form. So people do have to bypass them before they grab an order form. Um, but I find that a lot of the time at the party, people are excited to grab these envelopes. And what do you say specifically about the envelopes? Do you say anything? Do you... Are they just oh, I really pump them up. So I let everyone know these are my available party dates that I have for November and December. I'm almost fully booked for both of these months. Even if you're not fully booked, I just create a sense of urgency. Like I'm a hot commodity, right? You want to get this party booked. When you pick the date on the envelope for your party, you get to open the envelope and inside is what your host gift will be at the party. As you're opening the envelope, we're all going to chant like Ellen, what's in the box, but what's in the envelope. So that makes people pretty excited. And we actually do chant what's in the envelope and people have a good time. Oh, that's fun. I like that. Uh, okay. Tara, you also do something that kind of seals the deal for you. It's uh it's an 
activity and sort of a game. So do you want to explain, you know, this other option? So I, so at the party, uh, I don't, it's always in your choice of words. So I will say, let's play a game, not who wants to play a game, because then you're like, oh, I don't want to play, I don't want to play. I'm like, let's play a game. What's a party without a game? So I love to do the game deal or no deal, because it has really worked with, you know, at least two bookings every party. So everybody gets an envelope. Again, like Kara said, they're bright colors just to make it more fun. Um, I just print off the internet. I look up deal or no deal labels. So it looks like the game show and I put it on my envelopes. I just paste it on. Um, and in my envelopes are prizes. There could be just a prize or there could be book a party with a bigger prize and just things that I've cut out of my old catalogs. So, and in there is just, it's just, um, you know, like a recipe card, like a cue card. I just use those. So just make it really cheap. And obviously you're just going to put in these cards, what you have in stock. Okay. So it's called deal or no deal. And everybody gets an envelope and I tell them not to look, I'm going to go over the rules. So I will say, okay, guys, um, this game is called deal or no deal. No, I'm not Howie Mandel, but I have a much better offer for you. Um, every single one of these envelopes have a prize. It could be one that you're going to walk away with here today. And it could be, and I give an example, like a smeary sponge or a sample of odor eliminator. And then the other ones have a bigger prize between 25 and $35. Um, so, uh, if it says the grand prize, which is me, it says book me in a picture of me, um, with the big prize, we sit at checkout and we pick a date. If it's a small gift, I give it to you today. So. Again, if your wish list is bigger than your budget, book a party because I would love to come see you guys again. So I will go around the room and I will say deal or no deal. And I'll remind them of the rules. If you open it and it says book a party, you are committed to booking a party and we sit at checkout and we pick a date. If it says um, just a free prize, then I give you that today. So I go around the room and say deal or no deal. And if the first two people say no deal, I will say, well, someone's going to book for Mary to help out, to help her get her rewards, right? So I always put that out to the host. And so that's how I do it. And I go around the room and they open it up. And if they open up the gift, I give it to them. If they open it up and it is a chenille hand towel, I will write that down in my calendar and I will bring that to them at their party. Oh, okay. So then they get the gift at their party. The bigger gifts, yes. Because you okay. don't want to be giving $25 to $35 gifts right then, and then they leave from it, and then they cancel. I mean, not a lot of people have a lot of stock when you're starting out, right? Absolutely. And I think it's really important. I know that this is something that, that's effective and something a lot of people do, but you just have to be really careful, like you said, in how you word it, and mm -hmm. then people have the option. They can play, they cannot play. And it, you know, it can be a lot of fun and it can be a great way to get bookings. Um, and I love the fact that the payoff is at their party. Well, and that's the thing. You know what? They do have an option. If they say no deal, that's fine. You just take the envelope, right? Like you're still giving them an option. And another little quick thing that I do, let's say for instance, I have a date that somebody canceled in two weeks. Okay. And I want to fill that date. I will say to her, you know, I do have November 25th available. If you pick that date, um, I will upgrade your gift. Maybe I'll give them a bath towel if they choose the date that I want, because I always want my month filled before I go to the next month. So I will upgrade whatever they got. And that's another great tip, because I think that sometimes, you know, the host rewards will come out. And uh, especially if you're fairly new, you'll be booking 
into like the next month, but really you want to fill the month that you're in before you move to the next month. Exactly. And you have control over that. Yep. Okay. So, all right. We've covered a lot, but let's get to the all important checkout process. This is really where you want to seal the deal. So Kara, talk about your checkout process. So sitting down with uh, everyone during checkout is extremely important to me. Um, it really follows up on building the relationship from when we were introducing ourselves at the beginning of the party. I like to take notes on the order form as I'm chit-chatting with people. So I write down, you know, where they work, how many kids they have, if they're, come, if they're going on a vacation soon, if they're in renos. Um, that way, when I go to follow-up call them, I can say, hey, Tara, how was that amazing vacation you were on? I'd love to hear all about that, right? So they're going to tell me about their vacation, and that's when I can ask them about their product and get to asking about a party if they didn't book from that party. So people really like to talk about themselves, so I always like to take notes about them. Um, if at checkout, um, so what, another thing I like to do is compliment their order. You know, they bought some detergent. They're going to love that. Compliment the different items that they're purchasing and how much you love them. Uh, the other thing that I really like to do, um, if people did not grab those envelopes I laid out, I will actually, instead of asking someone, because I find if I ask someone, that gives them the opportunity to say no. So what I'll say is, Tara, when would you like to book your party? Does November or December work better for you? Is there a preferred day of the week? That catches Tara off guard and she's not really sure what to say. So she'll actually just say, oh, well, maybe a Tuesday in November. You know, there's the odd person that kind of laughs and they're like, no. But for the most part, I find that that really, really works because I'm not asking them. I'm telling them that they're having a party. <laughs> and then and sometimes, yeah, sometimes giving too many choices uh, people just shut down. And what you did too, it's very important to ask open-ended questions. Like you said, when would you like to have your party? Um, so it doesn't give them the option of just saying, no, I don't want to have one. And then if um, another tactic that I really, really like is you know, you, you always see someone at a party and you kind of pick them out like, I would like to be that person's friend. There's always one person in that group that I'm like, I have to see this person again. So I'll even say, you know, Tara, I really want to see you again. And the only way that's going to happen is if you book a party. So when would you like to have yours? All right, all right. I'll have you know, Scotia. <laughs> I'll fly over you. <laughs> so I find that works too because, you know, it's that no like and trust. If they're starting to like me, they're getting to know me. Chances are they do want to see me again too. Yes. And you just, you know, what a great compliment too. You know, like, oh, I'd like to see you again. And that, you know, that really means something. I think that oftentimes, and of course, it's genuine. Oftentimes people don't hear that. And so I think that's a really nice way to say, so when would you like to have yours? I love that. Okay, I think that you both have given some great, great, great tips and some very specific ideas for our listeners. And I'm sure um, as you've been listening, you've been thinking, oh, that's a great idea or that's a great idea. I always like to just say, pick one, just pick one of the things that they shared, whether it's sending your host that um, 
it could be a note, it could be a text, whatever, that Tara mentioned in the beginning, letting them know that, you know, this is how you make, um, this is how you support your family. It makes a difference for people to know that. So that would be one idea. Some of the great uh, booking tips, um, I think that's another idea. And you don't have to do all of them, but just the, you know, the permanent Sharpie with uh, two to $400 and then writing somebody's name on it. I love that idea. Um, and I think that, um, you know, if you don't, if you're somebody who doesn't like to play games, then Kara's idea of the envelopes, that's a very easy way to invite people to have a party. But, um, but also if you, you know, you're more of a game person and you like that approach, Tara's idea of the deal or no deal. Um, and then of course, the importance of, of checkout. So think about just one of those ideas and tweak your very next party with it. Um, and you always wanna give something at least a three party try uh, before you decide if yeah, this is for me or no, this isn't for me. So um, pick an idea, give it a three party try and then you know, pick another idea. They shared a lot of great ways to get bookings in this podcast. And also, if you haven't checked out the podcast that we did with Tara and Kara uh, on how to get bookings outside of the party, I really suggest that you take a few minutes and do that and listen to that one as well. I think you'll get a lot of ideas from there. So as always, I'd like to thank you for being with us. And I want to thank Tara and Kara for all of your time and doing two podcasts with us. Thank you, ladies, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you having us. Absolutely. And for everyone else, until next time.